This is Robot Liz. And I'm Robin Robotron. And this is Relational Circuitry. Where two robot women try to make sense of human relationships. Neither one of us are licensed therapists, nor are we actual robots. No, we are not, but that's okay. That's okay. (laughs) Good morning. How are you, Sniffly? Oh, I'm good. How are you? My allergies have got me down. Yeah, my allergies are bugging me too, but I'm I'm doing okay. Having good times. Nice. What's the weather like? It is wet. It is fall in Portland, which means it is rainy and wet. Which that's is redundant, but whatever. (laughs) That's nice. That sounds beautiful though. We are um there having our second summer at the moment yeah i figured it was probably hot right now yeah it's kind of bouncing around doing the whole like 40 degrees at night 90 degrees during the day good times yeah so you don't really know what to dress for i love it we'll we'll go through this song and dance for a couple weeks i hate not knowing what to dress for and that's like it's really hard when you don't have a vehicle like for a lot of my time in Portland I haven't had a vehicle and like it just sucks because then you have to like have layers and then you have to carry them when it's hot like yeah so frustrating yeah San Francisco is like that too when I visit my mom and stuff because I go without a vehicle for sure and it's the same that's already just the way it fluctuates so yeah not fun but speaking of fluctuation uh at the intro to our episode this week i talked about how i applied for a job and i got the job and i've been back working again since may and uh, it's really great and it's uh, doing really well with my part-time schedule yay well congratulations thank you i'm very 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 happy i'm very excited about it nice yeah. Let's see. Well, what else has changed or what else did we need to touch on? Yeah. Um, okay. So the, you know, this episode is about um, the five love languages by what's his name? Oh, you no. You don't have your copy in hand. <laughs> well, uh-uh. we made the episode. Um, and I, <laughs> we have ADHD. It's okay. Um, yeah, it happens. Yeah. But um, what's funny is that like a few days after we recorded it gary uh, chapman sorry yeah awesome yeah uh five love languages by gary chapman um like the same week that we recorded this episode one of my favorite podcasts if books could kill which is hosted by michael hobbs and um a guy named peter that i uh don't know his last name off the top of my head because you know he's not part of uh you're wrong about um you know he's just on the spinoff and so like yeah like my favorite podcasts are by um sarah marshall and michael hobbs and they started you're wrong about together so Hmm. anyway but um if books could kill is basically it's a um like a critique of different like books that appear in the zeitgeist like they do a lot of self-help stuff um and um and stuff like that um and it's really 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 good 
I highly recommend it. They're both really funny and um, it's really, you learn a lot of stuff. We'll have to and, check that out. And actually the five love languages fared pretty well. Um, except for it's uh, because the guy, Gary Chapman is uh, a Christian. So it is very heteronormative and mm-hmm. um, they have, you know, in, they have updated the book in recent editions and stuff. And they have added things about like talking with your uh, queer kids or whatever. But like, uh, like all of it is, is phrased like you're automatically going to be upset that your child is gay and like hmm. how to convey that in a way that makes them know that you still love them and stuff like that. And, you know, that's so it's still problematic. problematic. Yeah, exactly. And so in their discussion of like how these like statements were removed from the website and everything, and it's like, they don't know if he has like changed his thinking or if they just removed it because, you know, it's not PC to like right. say that stuff. And I mean, either way, it's good not to have it on their website anymore, but um, right. They said that he hadn't said anything. He hadn't made any statements about like making a change of heart or like learning new information or whatever. So who knows, but it did actually fare better <laughs> a lot of the books that they cover and so I was like well that's good <laughs> that is good yeah I mean yeah because I mean it's got a it, it's I can see where I, I understand and uh, yeah I think it worked for us because of the relationships we're in but I can see how it'd be problematic and oh, I'm yeah, like did that's you interesting um, no we just <laughs> focused on the two chapters we focused on the two chapters were like of our types and then went through like the exercises, some of the exercises. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. And um, then we kind of stopped. So we haven't finished it and picked it back up yet. We just haven't had time. Oh yeah. No, that happens. That's being a parent. Yeah. Being but it's parent. helped us, I think, understand each other a bit better. No, that's cool. That's a good thing about the quiz. Cause you got to like focus in on your like, uh, important areas or whatever Mm -hmm. yeah and how different we really are even though you just don't notice yeah you have to work towards it yeah cool beans i don't know that's like i've been saying that that's like the third cool beans in like six months i haven't heard that one in a long time Uh, it's just popping (laughs) out i don't know why Uh, nice (laughs) but um I uh, I wanted to share a story from work because, you know, John and I, we work at the same place, but um, he works third shift and I work during the daytime. And um, we rarely, we cross paths, but every occasionally we will work in the same department at the same time. And uh, we were at work in, you know, working together and stuff and checking in with him about what's going on. And he like, I'm like doing something and he's like, comes walking up towards me, like all kind of weird. And like, <laughs> and he like, he's like smiling at me. And I was like, what are you doing? And he's just like, um, I want to hug you. <laughs> uh, and I was like, I want to hug you too, but we can't be like hugging at work. 
while we're supposed to be working and he's like, like this is inappropriate yeah and he was like i know i i i knew that like i i don't know why i kept coming over but i just think the pull was too strong or whatever that's hilarious and adorable but- because, like, we do, I say in the episode that we do hug each other, like, multiple times a day. And we do, like, because we, we do our own shit. We don't, like, like hover around each other all the time. And so, but, mm-hmm. like, when we, like, you know, we haven't seen each other in, like, 30 minutes. And, like, then we, like, meet in the hallway. We, like, hug each other because we're sappy like that. Aw, that's cute, though. <laughs> it was really cute, though, because he was just, like kind of just like oh yeah i can't i can't just walk up and hug my wife at work <laughs> yeah he probably like naturally was going in for the hug and had to stop himself and be like wait a minute yeah well, well it was just wait a well, i mean like he stopped because i was like looking at him funny i was like what are you doing <laughs> that's funny like, i want to hug you and it's something that like b says to me all the time <laughs> i want to hug you that's cute fun Okay, so are you ready to get into this episode then? I am ready to get into it. Let's talk about the love languages. All right, let's do it. How are you today? You know, I'm not bad. How are you? I am pretty good. I have a job interview on Sunday, so yay. How exciting. My daughter did a superior rating for a band competition this morning, so... Woohoo! Excited. Good times. Times. <laughs> so today we are going to talk about the five love languages. Yay! I hate <laughs> this. No, I love this. <laughs> this is one requested to us, a suggestion from somebody on TikTok. I can't remember who. It was a long time ago. But, um, I do not have the book, The Five Love Languages, but you do, don't you, Liz? I do. It was suggested to me by my therapist. My therapist was just like, you know, there's probably some things you could work out in your relationship that would help your well-being. So. Yeah. So you want to just give a little overview of what the book is and like the guy who wrote it. I don't even remember his name. Yes, the book is actually written by Gary Chapman, and it's called The Five Love Languages, The Secret to Love That Lasts, and it basically gets you through, well, you actually go through and understand what your way of expressing love is and how you actually like to receive love. So, and it's actually inspired by real life stories and encouraged by like a kind of more like um practical approach nice yeah so you can actually like apply this to your life so it's not one of those things where you're just reading it and you're just like oh well this is how i speak it's not like you're not taking a cosmopolitan quiz not that anything's wrong with that (laughs) but you're not taking a quiz out of a magazine you're taking like an actual you're reading and trying to understand how everyone communicates because everyone is different on how they communicate affection. That is true. And, and but you know, we did take the the online quiz which we'll get to a little bit later. We did, which was still not a mademoiselle quiz. So, I'm just saying <laughs> it's not like this is backed up by some sort of science. So, yeah. Oh god, I used to be obsessed with those quizzes. Like I have like 
somewhere there's like a YM magazine where it's like nothing but quizzes. It's all quizzes. And I was just Love like, it. When I got that, I was like, yes, I'm going to figure everything out. I loved those too. In Seventeen Magazine, they had them all the time. There was always at least one quiz in there, and that defined your entire life, whether it was your makeup language or your love language. Right. It was a certain type of specific, and it, you fit the bar if you like fit in these certain categories. It was great. <laughs> oh, I love it. Off topic, um, there was a girl that lived across the street from me, and she used to frustrate me like so much when I would try and do quizzes with her. Cause it would be like, like, Oh, so, and so this guy offered to take you to this specific band's concert. And like in the answers, like if it was a band that she didn't like, she would say no. And oh. it's like, it's not about the band. It's about going to the concert with the guy. Like you need to like, replace whatever bands you don't like with one that you do so it makes sense but she would just be like no and I'm just like what's wrong with you yep I was kind of like that too I was kind of stubborn like that when I was my daughter's (laughs) age my oldest daughter's age I was very like I didn't understand like if they don't like exactly what I like why do I want to spend time with them so I was very stubborn too you know that's true I think that might be that was something that I, when I was a kid, I didn't really see outside of myself very often. I was thinking that would mean that you would try to be, that's you trying to be friendly too, or that is you being friendly because you were being empathetic. Yeah, but I I wasn't though. (laughs) Now that I think about it. You were being empathetic to your own game? Instead of thinking like, maybe she's just different. You know, I don't know. But anyway, so you how about we go over the love languages? Yes. Do you want to start with what yours are or do you want to start with what's in like all of them? Well, I have them all written down here. So like, I think we should just do alphabetical order. Okay. For to go over with the first one in alphabetical order is acts of service, which is doing things for the person that you care about or you know anybody which is apparently my love language it's mine too or actually actually it's my second one well this was my first this Ah. is my first love language my second one was something we'll get into later but my first one was acts of service well and that makes sense to me because you do a lot for other people like you're very like the way that you're very community minded and you like go and do all these things it's so funny when you're like oh I feel like uh, such a failure because I didn't do this or that and I'm like but yeah but you do you're going to like local community meetings and like helping put on this big fundraiser (laughs) like all this stuff I see what you're saying and that's very sweet that's no, I think you're right. Like, I, I don't think about it until it's like taken off my shoulders. Mm-hmm. And that is the part I really related to in this is with the acts of service is that like, you don't think about it until someone does it for you. Mm-hmm. And once someone does something for you, you're just like, oh my goodness, I needed that. 
That makes sense. I mean, like taking on something that someone else is, is doing is an act of service. You know, and I mean, it's, you know, washing the car, sweeping the floor. Like it could be like literally anything that you could do. Making sure the kids are alive. (laughs) Making sure the kids are alive. Yeah. Did you make sure this morning? Did you wake up and you feed them? I mean, that's a thing. (laughs) Yeah. And I mean, it's so important and it's, it's wild how like just how touching this, that can be. You know, like, like, I mean, my husband makes me coffee every morning. That's something. Yeah. Like, it was funny when I was working, he started doing it when I was working during the pandemic and he wasn't and like, uh, and he still does it though, now that he's working and I'm not. Nice. (laughs) that, That actually comes into like people that don't, if they're like, if that's not their love language. And they need to try to like compromise in the middle, then Mm -hmm. that's something that they need to think about is consider someone or their spouse or, you know, something that they do that they could possibly do as a favor, Mm -hmm. as a cause, um, leaving notes, things like that, you know. Yeah, it's really easy. All right. So let's see. The next one on the list alphabetically is physical touch oh boy oh boy (laughs) is that low on your list it was low on my list it was like in the bottom yeah mine mine was uh it's like it's in the middle for me physical touch which i i enjoy it and i really like it but it's it's not as important to me as other things but my husband physical touch was his number one ah mm-hmm. see physical touch was low on my list it was kind of like in the middle for my it's husband's exactly list. In the middle for me yeah it was in the middle for my husband's list it was in the bottom for mine yeah it's um some people don't like to be touched that much it happens i just don't care i just i guess there's really just no good way of saying it other than i just don't care so much yeah i mean i love it i love to snuggle i love my husband and i we john and i we hug each other multiple times a day we hug and kiss multiple times a day now granted physical touch is his number one love language right um it doesn't like turn me off or anything I'm not like it I did get that way when both the kids were little I would get really touched out you know yeah moms, I'm sure understand that because kids really crave it and need it and so like you get to where you're like I've had kids crawling on me all day I don't want you to touch me now <laughs> but I love it and he got um you know he works third shift and so he goes to bed like a lot earlier than I do. And I will go and sit in the bed with him when he goes to sleep and he'll just, and I'll read and he'll like put his head in my lap and I just like stroke his hair. And he's just like, it's the greatest thing in the entire world. Oh, that's sweet. It is. And it's nice and it's easy to do. And that's so. a good way to be in the middle. Like I've tried to like cuddle more mm-hmm. and 
you know, try to, like, once I realized the physical touch was higher on his list, like, I've tried to, like, snuggle more and be like that. Because I can easily just, like, lay on my side and just go to sleep. Mm-hmm. Cat on my chest. <laughs> hey, see, you're getting that physical touch elsewhere. From the cat. Exactly. <laughs> From a strangling cat. I miss snuggling with a cat. No, I don't know. Sometimes you, when you can't roll over, it's like feline paralysis, and you're just like, <laughs> "Oh my god, what am I doing?" You're like, "Yep, I'm just gonna lay here till I die now, till I starve." Yep. Of course, the I cat would get up and demand food first, which hopefully would happen before I die. Yeah, unless the cat's waiting on it. <laughs> or if the cat's bad enough, the cat's gonna eat you. <laughs> I wondered about that too. But sorry, that's my husband sneezing in the background. Uh oh. Sorry. <laughs> Say hi to the podcast community, Mike. Hi guys. <laughs> so, but yeah, physical touch, self-explanatory. You know, it's and what's funny is I was looking at the quiz, um, and it has like TM after each of these phrases, and I'm like, you can trademark physical touch. <laughs> really <laughs> interesting i'm sure it's just like i in a certain context or whatever i'm not sure how like trademark law works but th- i just thought that was really funny because there was like a little tm behind every single one <laughs> yes that is funny. okay so, so next we have quality time yes Ooh. quality time which is basically just spending time together, enjoying each other. And... Which is my husband's number one. Oh, quality time is Mike's number one? Mike's number one was quality time. His physical touch was his next, like, secondary. But quality time was his number one. He switched. He swapped with John. John's physical touch was number one. And quality time was number two. Oh, wow. Yeah. With only, that like, a sense. 3% difference there. And, um, which makes sense. And like, we don't get enough quality time. Uh, that's one of the reasons I wanted to focus on us having at least like one date a month where it's just the two of us. So we can spend more time together. Yeah. Eating dinner. That seems to be like my husband's biggest thing is like, you know, if we can at least have a meal with other kids. Yeah. That would be great. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. And it is important. It's important with your kids, too. Quality time. we got to remember, like, love languages are not just for romantic partners. Exactly. You can make sure you take them out, too. And we do that. But we probably do that too much. And then sometimes (laughs) we don't do ourselves enough. And that's something that we're going to work on and make a goal. Is, like, make sure we have a sitter and go out at least once a month. Yeah, no, it, it makes, it makes a difference just that one little bit of time. But for me, quality time was my, well, while my last two are both tied with 13%. Huh? Yeah. I think I'm more of a loner now than I used to be. I was like, about I enjoy... to say, like, quality time, like fit pretty low on my list too. It wasn't 13%. It was a little higher than that. I can't, I don't have it in front of me. How dare you? I know. <laughs> I have the book in front of me, but yeah, that's a- I'm. Oh, sorry. What? Oh no, I was saying that's about it. 
<laughs> and so next in line alphabetical order is receiving gifts which was last place for both my husband and i yeah it was low on both of our lists too which i like receiving gifts and i like giving gifts i do too but it doesn't seem like that's like i don't feel like and it makes sense because it actually says here that you know a lot of people translate that as into being in the friend zone and they need it as a reminder of love they need that token as a reminder of love but i think that you and i for sure are just kind of like i trust your love yeah no like one of the things that that i find toxic about like like cishet relationship culture is like the idea of like buying jewelry, you yes. know, like, and it's like, I, I don't know. I just feel kind of like suffocated, not suffocated, but it's just like, it's just like, yeah, it's not important to me. Like, and, it's not. and I don't know. I mean, I come from like a lower middle class family where it's like, we didn't have a bunch of stuff, you know? I mean, we have a bunch of stuff, but like the idea, like when I told John before we got married, I was, before we were engaged, I was like, if you want to marry me, don't buy me a, an expensive ring because there are other things that we could spend our money on. Yeah. But like, there I are... still like getting presents, <laughs> but like the whole like, token of my love this is a token of my love i i spent two months salary on this and it's just like okay it's like the zales commercials i always yes. watch those around and not saying anything bad about zales and they don't pay us <laughs> but i mean i see those commercials around the holidays and they're completely geared towards you have to buy this thing in order to show your love and it like, yeah, it's creepy. And it's I mean, very creepy. The whole diamond thing with De Beers, you know, like, oh, it yeah, was that marketing like it was literally marketing that was like, oh, hey, you you have to have this specific thing. And if you don't, you're not doing it right. And you're a loser. Yep. All this crap. And it's just like, I don't know. Which not is to- a, a whole other like can of worms but that really is like marketing and and you know we've talked about birthdays we've talked about valentine's day and we've talked about those things which also became hallmark kind of holidays Mm -hmm. where they were just geared towards what can you buy this person for this thing to make them feel special which in theory now we're realizing that this is a real love language though and there are some people that receiving gifts really mean something to them yeah for sure and i mean i still love i love getting gifts and john he gives amazing gifts he is like really good at picking out good presents which is great and it's interesting because his is only three percent for receiving gifts minus 13 (laughs) percent yeah (laughs) but he's really good even though it doesn't matter to him He's a good gift giver. So that's good. 
Yeah, no. It, except it, it gives me um, anxiety when I when it's time for me to get him gifts because I worry because he's so good at it. And I feel like I have to live up to it. But he just uh, had his birthday, so that's right on my mind. I uh, it was kind of difficult. But did he was you happy notice, with his gifts? Did you notice that you became more of a gift receiver whenever you had kids? A gift receiver? Yeah. I like, mean, did I, gifts become more important once you had kids? No, but I do, like, ever since I've had kids, it, it's been really important to me to uh, teach them to enjoy giving gifts. Right. You know, like, when I first met my stepson, like, when Mother's Day would come around, I would always make sure that we went and got something for his mom that he, right. like, picked out and stuff. And, uh, and like whenever and the holidays, I, we, I always have the kids get, pick out little things for everybody in the family. Like they don't have to like, I mean, I'm not going to spend a ton of money. It's really hard when they're little and they're like, I want to get them this thing that costs hundreds of dollars. It's like, yep. no baby. No. Well, because children that says, it says here in the book that children are inclined to give gifts to their parents. They're just inclined to. Mm-hmm. which is an indication of gift giving as a fundamental love, which yeah, I was well, thought was curious because I did accept gifts more once I became a mother. Like it became one of those things where it's like gifts all of a sudden became meaningful to me. Yeah. Cause you got them coming home from school with stuff. Right. And then <laughs> it became special and you were like, Oh my goodness. Yeah. I have a few um, little, uh, like uh clay things that uh that my teenager made for me when he was little and stuff it's very cute it's nice yep that's like an easy love language for someone that is very small to like express that's true along with physical touch physical touch is very easy for kids this is true this is true all right, and the last of the five love languages in alphabetical order is my number one, words of affirmation. Oh, boy. Mm-hmm. Those Wait. are the hardest. That's one of the hardest for me. I mean, it wasn't one of my lowest. It was one of those that I accepted, but I don't give them very well. Uh, I think that you do. Oh, I appreciate that. <laughs> I'm just really bad. Like, okay, I get really caught up in... Um, platitudes mm-hmm. i don't want to give false like or fake platitudes so if you were like oh my gosh someone got hit by a car and they died my natural response is to say to you i'm sorry even though i know i don't want you to think that i am sorry is a platitude yeah. i am saying i'm sorry because i'm genuinely sorry although words tie me up yeah i don't know i feel like you are too are too down on yourself as a wordsmith and i i i think you put things very well a whole lot of the time but um no i get that the whole like not wanting to i think i feel that same way about like gifts a lot of the time like ah. about like like it like I was talking about with like jewelry and shit like that. It's like 
it's really easy to just go buy something right like here you know and I feel like you feel the same way about words of affirmation because you're like it's easy to just say something oh yeah it's easy to just say you know you look hot today or you look good today (laughs) or sometimes be like you know that ass is popping you know and I will (laughs) say things like that but sometimes I'm just like I'm I hopefully they don't take it as just me saying it because I have to yeah I'm just thinking of a scenario where someone is is telling you that you have to tell someone their ass is popping. Yeah. Which <laughs> I have to. It was required. I had to. It was required. I'm so robotic. I didn't know what to do. <laughs> like, um, what's interesting, though, is like, you know, because we took these quizzes and words of affirmation is my number one. And it's really interesting because John is really not good at, at words of affirmation, like words in general, like I relate. (laughs) And, uh, and so it's, but it's really interesting though, is that like, since we've done the quiz, I have noticed him putting in more effort to say words of affirmation to me. Nice. You know, I have, and and it's like, and that's what it it just speaks to like how that, how helpful that this is for people. Cause like, you know, we haven't even read the book. We just took a quiz. But it is helpful. (laughs) Because to know those things is a good uncovering of kind of like, if you were like cleaning out a flower bed and you're just pulling the leaves away, you're just seeing what's sprouting, like, that's all it is. You just have to take care of what's there. And even my husband has been like, you know, let me try to like boost up your acts of service. So I didn't know that was your thing. He made a quip about it being like, I already do everything around here, but you know, (laughs) he was joking, but still it's like, you can see that we're both putting forth the effort. Have you become more, aggressive with your physical touch yes i have like i've been making more of an effort to you know be there at bedtime for him and stuff like that because because it is really important to him and it 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 makes him feel really good and so yeah it's one of those things we're just so good that's (laughs) all great (laughs) we're all great and this book can be purchased on amazon they don't pay or us money from your local bookshop or from your local bookshop that doesn't <laughs> they, pay us money yet either they no. can always order it for you they can and it's <laughs> it's a really short easy read and there's a lot of really good information here because it gives you some really great like i said real life experiences that are in here like you were talking about your words of affirmation there's so many examples hear of things that are encouraging words that people can be giving verbal compliments is a good way to express affirmation to your spouse and giving you examples yeah and that's one of the things that I actually I I noticed that I do that with all kinds of people where I I love to compliment people like you do strangers anything it's like if I have if there's something I can give a positive compliment comment on, I will do it. 
point. Yep. Because life's too short and it's it's such a simple thing. It is. It's really easy. Like I remember back in the day, someone said something to me about give a compliment to three people every day and genuinely mean it and it'll change your life. I don't remember who said that, but I started trying to do it. It didn't last terribly long, but it lasted a while where I was genuinely like people at work. I would try to find three people where I genuinely was giving them a real compliment, not just a platitude. Yeah. Well, that's, that's the thing. It's just, if it's real, it's real. And I guess that's the main important thing out of all of this. Like if it's coming from a real place, it'll be felt. True. It just may not always be easy. Yeah. Some things are harder than others. Like quality time is harder for me. I don't know if, if people, you can hear my children yelling in the background, but which is awesome. Yes. I just heard, I don't like many notes, whatever that is. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't tell what he was saying, but. Oh, yeah. Well, when you're, when you're seven, things are, things are wild. I actually need to, I should have the kids take the love languages quiz. Yeah, it wouldn't, wouldn't hurt. That would be a and, good idea. For and my see what theirs know. are. And I need to get the book. I think that it would help John and I even more, even though we're doing really well right now. You know, and that's the thing. It's like we all check in on ourselves and we know what we need to do. And as long as we communicate, that's what the love languages are about is communication. Absolutely. And it's like, what's coming down to our podcast is communication. Yeah, it's such a big deal. But now I'm thinking about hate languages. Oh. <laughs> it just popped into my head. I'm like, what's your hate language? <laughs> Someone needs to write a book about that. Is there a book about that? Probably not. Maybe we can write it. We could write it. That My <laughs> husband, the one time he chimes in, he's like, there you go. Write it yourself. <laughs> he's like, just write it yourself. Yeah, it's, Mike's coming through with the words of affirmation. There you go. But no, I mean, it's, it's a, uh, there's a lot like that I didn't know about myself just by reading the book. Like you said, the acts of service, I would have never noticed that on my own. So, and I just, you have to also recognize when someone is giving you those, when someone is giving you the love language, you have to recognize and actually like appreciate when they're yeah. making an effort no i think that's like an important thing that that has come out from us just taking that quiz is that we can recognize these things a little bit better yeah because if you don't know you don't know no and if someone is trying with you and that is your love language then you need to be a little bit aware about what is going on which takes two people that are actually in it paying attention mm-hmm actually do it exactly and that's what good relationships are all about is being in it for real and not just doing things because it's what you do yeah we're not playing house Mm -mm. no we actually have like a life and there's people here there's little lives involved Mm -hmm. little lives and that's why this book is not just for them, but for anyone. I, I would highly recommend this book. Yeah, I need to get it. 
I'll have to order it today or something. We'll, see. well I would, um, there's a quote. There's a quote. It starts off with like marriage is not supposed to be this way. And it starts this whole story about basically in a very, in, in a very like situation that I think we all can relate to where it's just like, I didn't think that marriage was supposed to be this way. And it's like, well, actually, it is because the only reason people stayed together so long was because they really had nothing else but time to devote to each other. And they used the research and the knowledge that they had to like devote to each other, if that makes mm. sense. Yeah. Well, I was thinking yeah. back in the day, people stayed together because that was just what you did. True. That too. <laughs> But they also didn't have any distractions. Like, they didn't have, like, they, like, focused on. And it's not saying things were better back then. That's not <laughs> what that was saying. No, I get it. Like, before we had yeah. the internet and all this stuff. And exactly. before TV, before any sort of distractions. We just had more time. Yeah. That's true. Which goes back to quality time. Yep. I need to focus on quality time more for my man. Do that. Uh, it's hard. It is hard. Life's hard. You can yeah. tell we haven't recorded in a, in a few weeks. No, but we've been pretty. I mean, I think this is pretty good. Oh yeah, no, funny. it's fine. But it's just it's funny. It's like because we've we've had to take some time off. Things keep coming up, but. Um, that's fine though, because we can have grace for ourselves. It's funny. It is funny, but I like we did tear through these topics. Yeah, no, it's a good one, and we'll have to re what when you finish the book and when I read it, we'll have to revisit and see what we I would think love about to. It. Yes, I if would we love ever, to. If we ever start doing like book club podcasts for this, we can. Uh, we can go through it chapter by chapter, maybe. We'll see. That would be cool. We have lots of options. But I it think depends on what you want to hear. What? I said it depends on what they want to hear. Yeah, then that's a good segue to if you have any suggestions for us for podcast topics or questions about relationships of any sort. You can email us at input at relational circuitry dot com. Yes. yes, yes, and we also have a um, form on the website relational circuitry dot com. If you don't feel like sending just an email, we made it easier yeah. for you. Fill out the form, and uh, like I said, we're not collecting any kind of data or anything like that. We're just wanting to know. Because it kind of gives us and helps us kind of direct our podcast. So, yes. And what else did I want to say? I can't remember. I feel like I wanted to say something else, but maybe I didn't. We I'm love sorry. you. You're all doing a great job. Have You're some words of affirmation job. from me. Yes. You're, <laughs> you are all doing great. The fact that you're listening is an act of service. And I yes. love active service. So there you go. Yes, we appreciate you. <laughs> we do. 
No, I mean, I mean, in all honesty, this has been a phenomenal experience. So this has been really it's great. It's pretty good. And if you really want to do some acts of service for us, you can rate us, uh, give us a high rating on whatever podcast platform you're listening to us on and subscribe. Yes, that would be nice. <laughs> but, well, I think this is good. Um, we've got, like I said, input at relationalcircuitry.com. Mm-hmm. Our email address, like Robin mentioned, there is a form. Yep. We want to hear want from you. Email, we want to hear from you. And that's pretty much, I think that's beep, boop, beep. Yep. Sounds good. She's uh, Robot Liz. And you are? Robin Robotron? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Beep, boop, beep. Beep, boop, beep. Thank you.